joining me on this edition of the podcast. I'm your host, Jason Brown, the co-founder of SurfWoo. And in today's episode, we talk about battling imposter syndrome. So I had a question from a listener that uh, really wanted to know how they can overcome the feeling that they were an imposter, that they were giving advice or doing consulting or writing an ebook, and they felt like they weren't an expert. And this came about with them feeling like an imposter or having imposter syndrome. And it really comes about when you want to do something, but you don't feel that you're at the level that you need to be to be able to teach people or help people or that people will find out that you're not a guru or an expert and you'll have egg on on your face. Uh, This ends up making you feel like that you're an imposter and that you cannot go forward or, or, or that you're battling uh, the fact of where, what level you're at as far as being a consultant or, uh, being somebody that might even be taking a job and you want to get a job as a senior SEO or senior pay-per-click or senior social media uh, manager. And, but you're at an entry level and you go into the interview and you just feel like an imposter. And this happens a lot, uh, not only in our industry, but in other industries as well. And people really have a problem with feeling like they cannot do something, and that something might be X, until they get to level Y. And Y could be any level. Uh, usually it's some kind of guru or expert status. Uh, there's even people who want to be life coaches and they're like, well, I don't feel like I can give life coaching advice because I'm not somebody that's living out my dreams or I've got a million dollars in the bank or just whatever it is. The feeling is, um, you looking like a phony, uh, like somebody's going to pull the curtain and spot all of your weaknesses and point them out. That's the imposter syndrome. And they wanted to know how do they overcome this? And that's what this podcast episode is all about. So if you're feeling like you have imposter syndrome, I want to congratulate you. That means that you've got a conscience of some sort that you might not be able to live up to the expectations of others and you don't want to jump in and be called out or provide low value. You want to be at a level to teach somebody something while also being able to prove that you've done it or that you've got the experience at that level to be doing such a thing like teaching other people or collecting money for a service. I highly want to congratulate you for having conscious because There's lots of phonies. There's lots of frauds out there in the world that push their uh, $2,000 guru course or their $10,000 mastermind. You go to a hotel with 12 other people and they try to teach you something. And all along, the things that they're teaching you is either outdated or things that they've never done themselves. And they're perfectly fine with ripping off people. So I want to congratulate you with having at least a conscience to say, should I even be doing this? That's the first part. The second part, though, there's never a good time to do anything in life. There's never the best time or a good time or even a great time. In a nutshell, there's never a perfect time. So you're always going to battle this imposter syndrome unless you realize there's never a perfect time. You could be somebody uh, like Neil Patel. You could be somebody like Rand Fishkin. You could be somebody that has 20 years experience in what you do. 
especially if it's digital marketing, and it's never going to be the perfect time. I've been uh, online for the past two decades. I've done di digital marketing out uh, 18 out of those 20 years, and I always feel like that. You know, right now talking on this podcast, I feel like an imposter. I feel like, you know, I'm not uh, Neil Patel or Rand Fishkin or some other big name out there, Danny Sullivan, uh, Rusty Brick. You know, I'm not one of those people. So why should I be giving you advice? I feel like that currently. But the entire takeaway from that is there's never a perfect time. It doesn't matter if uh, you've ranked thousands of websites or one. It doesn't matter if you've done this for 18 years or one month. You're always going to feel like you are not good enough to give this advice and collect money or you're not good enough to provide this service or work at this job. This is something you're going to have to overcome. There's never a perfect time. So it doesn't matter how long you've been doing something, how many skills that you've acquired, what you've accomplished. If you have this imposter syndrome feeling, you need to recognize there's never a perfect time. That's, that's step one. There's never a perfect time, uh, you know, into the future. For you to say, now I'm ready. Now I'm the expert. Uh, there's just never a perfect time. So in order to get past this, realize that there's never a perfect time and just start today. The next step is to realize you don't need to be the leader in order to convey value to somebody else. You don't have to be at the top of the pile. You don't have to be the most recognized name. You don't have to be the household name. You don't have to be the top of the pack in order to give your value to other people. When you give value to, uh, to other people, they're going to respect you or pay you or do something for you, but you don't have to be the leader in, it, in, in order to give somebody value and they'll pay you back for that. Uh, so to give you an example, you know, if I want to learn uh, AdWords, I don't necessarily have to go to the best person in the world with AdWords. I don't have to go to somebody who's an ex-Googler who worked in the AdWords uh, department. I don't have to go to Brad Geddes. I don't have to go to uh, somebody else that's got a blog like Neil Patel. I don't have to go to the number one person in order to get value uh, and order to get advice for something that is uh, useful to me. You know, I just need to go to somebody who knows more than me. That's my first step if I was a consumer or a purchaser or somebody looking for help. I just need to go to somebody who knows more than me. I don't need the number one expert. And you don't have to be the number one expert. Listen, I'm not Dave Ramsey. If you know who Dave Ramsey is, he's a, he's a financial consultant, a guru. He's got a talk show, podcast, I think a, t a television show. He's got multiple best-selling books. I'm not Dave Ramsey. Uh, I'm not a financial consultant, but there's lots of things that I've done in my life uh, with finances. And if I were to go talk to my nephew, I could provide him value. My nephew is 25. He's just got it started in life. Uh, he's on his second job. He's still early in his career. And he might need advice about 401k or savings or building a, a strategy uh, to invest, uh, you know, not in a 401k, but just having an investment account. And I could teach him a lot of things without being Dave Ramsey. Now, you can do the same thing. 
Um, you know, you don't have to be the leader in order to give advice to somebody that uh, they uniquely understand from you because you told a unique story and you presented it in an angle to where they're able to digest that information uh, quicker and easier and, and more comprehensive. And then they've derived value from that. You don't have to be the leader to do that. You just have to know more than the person that you're trying to help. And you can still impact them extremely well with just what you know, not being the leader, because there's something they don't know. You know, if I were to um, help a small business owner with their local SEO, I, I just need to know more than they do. Like maybe where to get the best citations or maybe how to write uh, the information for the citations and on their page better so that it uh, has their brand and the address and, and where to get these, get these citations. That's all I need to know. And it might not even be that. It might just be knowing who is the best citation provider. You know, at that point, I'm providing value as well because I know who the best citation provider is. I don't have to be the number one local SEO consultant to give that information or value to somebody else. But they're going to look at me once I do provide that value as somebody that is a leader, that is knowledgeable, that is somebody that can help them. Takeaway is you don't have to be the leader. You just have to know more than the person that you're teaching or showing. The third part of this is, listen, there's always going to be haters. Uh, it doesn't matter if you are the number one provider. If you have done this for 20 years, if you've accomplished great things within whatever your industry is, there's going to be haters. There's going to be people that just hate you. Uh, there's going to be people that question you. There's going to be people that don't understand maybe your angle, and then they attack that. Uh, there's going to be competitors who are looking to push you down and take your spot from you. There's always going to be something that appears negative. And then if you've already got imposter syndrome and you're, uh, and you're trying to fight that and you claw your way up the mountain and then somebody attacks you, you know, say you wrote a book and it's on Amazon and you're really providing a lot of value and then a competitor comes in or somebody that doesn't understand maybe your angle from what you've written in that book and they start questioning it and they start saying, well, you didn't consider this and you didn't do that. And it kind of looks like it's a negative attack. You're always going to have that. The, the last thing you want is to that is for that to bring you back down. Uh, so you need to recognize that there's always going to be people who are going to go against you, uh, people who are going to attack you, competitors that are going to try to push you back down. The best advice that I can give you is to just forget them. Uh, just keep moving on doing what you do and don't let, don't let those attacks bring you back down because there's always going to be haters. There's nothing you can do about it. So just keep moving forward. Don't let it impact you. Now, my next bit of advice is a little controversial. Um, you know, I do want you to be an authority. I do want you to know what you're talking about. If you've got that foundation, but you still have imposter syndrome, it's totally fine. So this next piece of advice is going to sound a little bit weird, maybe to most people, but just go ahead with it. Just do it. Who cares if somebody thinks that you're an imposter or finds out that you are an imposter? Now, here's why I say this. There's been many times in my life where I didn't think I was good enough 
Um, I didn't think my, my skills were uh, up to par, that maybe I stretched the truth just a little bit, uh, that maybe I said something that uh, I meant in one way, but the person who I said it to took it a different way, which might have improved my odds for, for whatever I was going to get a benefit for. Not saying that, that I lied about something or uh, that uh, I frauded somebody, but there's plenty of times I've missed opportunities because of imposter syndrome or because I thought that I wasn't good enough, or maybe sometimes I had to stretch the truth or tell a little white lie in such a way so that uh, maybe I was higher on the pile of resumes for a job that I was trying to take. Never an outright lie, never a fraudulent thing. Uh, but there, there's times where I've been in this exact situation. And in the times where I missed an opportunity, I was still very curious and I would, uh, you know, maybe call back to an employer and say, hey, you know, I know you picked somebody else. Uh, can you tell me what was wrong with me? Can you tell me what I did wrong or, or why you picked that other candidate so that on my next interview or my next opportunity, I can correct and move forward and, and have a better chance of getting hired? Or maybe there was a project that I didn't win as a consultant, and I would reach back out to the potential client and ask them the exact same type of questions. Sometimes I didn't do any of that, and I would just go back to LinkedIn maybe two months later and look up that company and look up that position and see who they hired and look at their credentials and see who that person was that, you know, what they had that I didn't. Uh, you know, maybe they uh, had a college degree or, or maybe they were you know, they had worked for a Fortune 500 company before they went to the company that I was applying for and got ultimately hired for. You know, there's things like that. And what I've learned after years of doing that is that a lot of the times the person was no more better than me and I should have took the opportunity. I should have done whatever it needed to take to win that client and, and apply for that opportunity and do more. It wasn't because I wasn't good enough. There would be times that, that I would apply for something and then I would go back and look on LinkedIn to see who did get hired. And this person was somebody fresh out of college or somebody that had only been working in SEO and pay-per-click for three years. And here I was having over a decade's worth of experience in it. Uh, you know, sometimes you are good enough. You can take that director level position or that vice president level position, because I'm going to guarantee you this, somebody who is less than you and less qualified than you and somebody who stretched the truth, maybe just a little bit more, they're going to get that position. So why not you? You know, that company would benefit if you did do that, if you did apply, if you did go straight for the jugular, if maybe you did stretch the truth a little bit and you told them that you were great with social media when maybe you were just mediocre. Nobody wants to hear that you're mediocre. They want to hear that you're great. That's part of the game. You're not lying. You're not fooling somebody. You're not fraudulent when you say you're great, but in your heart, you feel you're mediocre because everybody's going to tell that employer that they're great at social media. That's the game. You've got to learn to play the game. And in the game of life, if you're not winning, you're losing. And who wants to be a loser? You know, you've got to go for that opportunity, whether it's writing that book, 
uh, whether it's it's taking on that contract, if it's going for that larger role in life, like being the director or the vice president, you've got to go out there to your client and say, yes, I am the best company that you can pick. Pay me your money because I guarantee you somebody's going to come in after you that's less than and take that money. That's how this game is. That's how that game is played. So you're not an imposter. If you have any experience and you know what you're doing and you know your worth, you're not an imposter. Now, if you're somebody that's never done SEO marketing or you're somebody that's never built a house ever and you're trying to be a real estate contractor, you know, maybe that's something that, that you need to steer away from. But, you know, you don't need to tell yourself that you're not worthy and that you're not smart enough. You are. You just need to be able to, to provide more value and no more than the person that's hiring you or asking you for help. So I hope that's helped. That's the end of this podcast. It, it was a really short one this time around. Uh, but if you've got imposter syndrome or you're dealing with it, please take my advice and just realize that uh, unless you're totally being a fraud where you have no experience and you're outright lying to somebody, uh, if it's not that situation, as long as you know more than the other person, you're totally fine. Go for it. Why not you this time around? Uh, so if you've got any questions, comments, or concerns, leave them below, and I'll see you next episode. Thanks. Bye.